Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're continuing our study in the book of Romans, specifically Romans 12, but we're still in the introduction, therefore. And today we're going to look at Romans 9 through 11. Kind of a quick look, okay? Man ruined his life with sin. God's remedy is Jesus Christ. Therefore, how can I show my thankfulness to God every day? Got a question for us today. What do we know about sovereignty? Do we really understand that God is in control? You know, I wish we had the time in our meditations to dig deeper into Israel's past election, present rejection, and future redemption as taught in Romans 9 through 11. Although there are teachings in this passage that are difficult to grasp and kind of hard to understand, we must recognize that God has some mysteries and secrets that he is certainly entitled to. If I could totally understand the dynamic tension between God's sovereignty and man's free will, well, I would be God. I am not God and am more than willing to trust him as a fair, just, loving, kind, and sovereign God. I think this is why God inspired Paul to end this second section of Romans in this way. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been his counselor, or who has first given to him, and it shall be recompensed to him again? For of him, and through him, and to him are all things, to whom be glory forever. Amen. That's Romans eleven thirty-three to 36. What can we learn from Israel's past election of God? Well, I really cannot summarize the truths of Romans 9 any better than the commentator uh, Warren Wiersbe has in his expository outlines on the New Testament. Here's what he said. Paul's purpose in this chapter is to explain Israel's position in the plan of God. Israel was an elect nation given privileges that no other nation had, yet it failed miserably to follow God's program of blessing for the world. The entire chapter exalts the sovereign grace of God without minimizing the responsibility of men and women uh, for making right decisions. God's word will prevail regardless of human disobedience, but disobedient sinners will miss the blessing. Okay, you can't read through this passage without realizing that we have a wonderful and powerfully sovereign God who is in control. It's hard to understand why anyone would want to reject God's offer of redemption. Although God's election is difficult to grasp with our finite minds, we do know that according to Romans 9.14, we are never to accuse God of being unrighteous or unfair. No man, woman, or teen deserves to be forgiven and saved from their sin. If you've experienced God's forgiveness, it should humble you until all you can say to God is thank you, thank you, thank you. Maybe it would be good for you to take maybe a few minutes after our time today and express your gratitude to God for the free gift of salvation that you've received. Okay, what can we learn from Israel's present rejection of God? That's in Romans 10. Uh, Paul loved his people and wanted them to have a right relationship with God, but to do it God's way. God's way is simple. God's way must be shared with sinners. God's way is the only way and available for all who will simply believe. Is there anything more comforting than in all-inclusive words like this? Romans 10, 9 and 10. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God hath raised him from the dead, 
thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and the, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And that I love, I love Romans ten thirteen. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, get this, shall be saved. If you want to call Bible Christianity a religion, then there really are only two religions in the entire world. Getting right with God through works is one way, and getting right with God through faith is another way. Do or done. No one will ever get to God by being good enough. It will never happen. Everyone can get to God by trusting Jesus Christ, who can and will forgive all sins for those who believe. As a whole, the nation of Israel rejected God's way and therefore rejected eternity with God. If you know anyone who has made the same choice, I'm sure your heart breaks for them. What can we learn from Israel's future redemption by God taught in Romans 11? Well, God is a merciful God, and God wants Israel as a whole to repent and believe the gospel. He is both kind and severe in his treatment of those who hear the truth of the gospel, kind to those who believe the truth, and severe to those who reject it. His mercy is available for all, Jew or Gentile, who will believe. God has a plan, and no matter who rejects his plan or seeks to change it, he will accomplish it in his sovereignty and timing. This should make us sing with Paul. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways are past finding out. For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been his counselor, or who has first given to him, and it shall be recompensed to him again. For of him, and through him, and to him are all things, to whom be glory forever. Amen. Man ruined his life with sin. God's remedy is Jesus Christ. Therefore, how can I show my thankfulness to God every day? What do we know about God's sovereignty? God is in control. Hey, our time's up for now. Hey, we want some more help on uh, meditations and maybe deal with some struggles you might have regarding stress or anger, fear, or lust. I want you to go to ramhumble.com. We've got a lot of help there for you and information on the camps of the wilds. But today is the day the Lord made. I hope that today you have a good day.